Good afternoon, my name is Giovanna Rotella and I'm a postdoctoral research fellow at the University of Calabria. So the work I'm going to show you today is about the improving of adhesion and macroscopic energy dissipation in adhesive joints used pulsed laser uh, surface pretreatments. So here is the outline of my speech. So after a brief introduction and the objective, and I will show you the objectives of the work, and I will divide the experimental work in the surface modification based on the laser, and uh, the second part will be on the adhesive bonding procedure, and I will conclude and uh, show you the future works. So I'll try just to be very brief on the introduction, uh, because all of you know, of course, what is adhesive bonding, and uh, you know that this joining technique is gaining fields all over the industries because it has uh, advantages such as uh, the capability to bond uh, huge surfaces and also the similar material. Uh, also, as you know, uh, we have the possibility by adhesive bonding to have a more uniform distribution of the stress in the mating surfaces. So, of course, we can increase also the life under services of uh, the product that we are uh, joining together. Uh, of course, when we want to uh, bond two materials, we have to be sure about the surfaces that we are going to bond together. Uh, in order to do that, usually at industrial and research level, uh, uh, common uh, treatments uh, are um, chemical or mechanical treatments. The more commonly used, especially for metals, are chemical treatments. Uh, and that's because they are uh, demonstrated to be effective. Uh, they don't only modify the chemistry of the surface, but also uh, the, the morphology of the surface itself. Uh, the problem with the chemical treatments is that uh, in most of the case, they involve the use of uh, pollutant, chemicals, and also hazardous material. So we know that the world, uh, the world now is going in a different direction and we are looking for more environmental safety procedures in order to achieve the same results. And one of the possible ways to do that is uh, modifying the surface using different techniques which uh, do not involve any chemicals treatment. And one of these is the laser pretreatment, which has been also demonstrated to be effective as chemical treatments. Uh, in modifying both the surface topography and sometimes the chemistry of the material. In fact, for some metals, it's been demonstrated that also uh, laser pretreatment can modify slightly the chemistry of the, the surface treated by the formation of oxides, which are mating the adhesive and uh, uh, are resulting in a strengthening of the joint. So, the objectives of this work will be to study the effect of a pulse laser ablation. Uh, which is a, a terbium doped fiber laser on a titanium alloy, which is one of the most commonly used for aerospace and biomedical applications. And um, doing this, we want to um, properly assess the relationship between the processing parameters that we are using on the laser and the surface modifications that we are inducing over the mating surface. And uh, doing that, we can uh, select a proper um, processing parameters in order to pretreat the substrate, to bond it together, and to verify if we can uh, increase the strength of, of the bonding uh, of the joint itself. So the first step is of course the laser pretreatment. Uh, as I reported in the slide, we uh, cut out of a sheet uh, which was 1.5 millimeter thick uh, our samples by cold blanking, and then we uh, clean the samples under uh, ultrasonic bath in ethanol 
and we treated the sample. Uh, in order to reduce the number of experiments and to focus into two different parameters that we could change over the laser, we fixed the power uh, constant as a, a 5 watt and also the line spacing what, um, to 25 microns, which is also the, the spot diameters according to the lens that we, we, we were using. From the other side, we varied the scanning speed, so uh, the speed at which the, the, the the head of the laser was going to the surface and the pulse fluence and we changed them within five levels so we had a total of 25 different tests. <coughs> so uh, the first analysis we performed was the analysis of surface morphology um, so we did the SCM imaging and on the uh, upper part you can see the S received material and uh, on the, the other figure you will see uh, the metrics of the treatment. So, uh, as you can see, if we choose the pulse fluence of 10 joule over uh, square centimeters, we don't see uh, the effectiveness of the laser. Uh, sometimes when we increase the, uh, the scanning speed, we see uh, like an effect of cleaning more than a really ablation of the, of the surface. Uh, so, we excluded these um, parameters uh, to bond the samples, of course. Uh, from the other side, if we uh, fix a scanning speed, like for example 650 millimeters per second, we can see that from 20 to 50 we are not able to realize the differences in the morphology uh, within the different samples. And that's because the SEM itself uh, alone cannot give us this information. So of course we had to uh, go further and do further analysis. And because the final application is the adhesive bonding technology, of course, we need to verify if we could uh, modify the, 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 let's say, the chemistry of the surface and make it more hydrophilic, because that's what we want. Uh, so if the, the adhesive can, um, of course, penetrate better of the surface, so have um, a deep molecular interaction with the, with the surface, we can have a more uh, a high quality joint so a more resistant one. And uh, the contact angle, as you can see from the figure, is going to decrease, so uh, the surface is going to, be, uh, to become more hydrophilic if we increase the uh, scanning, uh, if we decrease the scanning speed. Uh, as for the pulse fluence, we cannot see really a huge difference starting from 20 to 50. So uh, from just these results, we can tell that once again, um, the speed has a higher influence on the changes than the pulse fluence. And these results were also confirmed by uh, surface roughness measurements that we performed uh, by a non-contact profilometer. And we measured basically the mean surface roughness. Uh, the baseline, so the S received, was around 2.4 microns. And uh, as you can see, once again, as much as we reduce uh, the scanning speed, we increase the roughness. So uh, as for the contact angle that we saw before, we can say that it's maybe following, this kind of surface is maybe following the Wenzel regime of wetting. And once again, uh, the pulse fluence seems not to affect so much uh, the change also in surface roughness. Of course, we want to, to monitor both because it's important to have not only uh, a, chemi uh, a chemical interaction within the surface and the adhesive, but also a mechanical one. So, of course, if we improve, uh, increase the roughness, we can improve the mechanical interlocking effect during the debonding process. Um, 
in order to understand how deep was the surface treatment uh, and uh, so how effective uh, was the, the, the laser treatment itself, we took a cross-sectional uh, a cross-section of our samples, we uh, mounted it, cold-mounted into resin, we polished and we performed nano-indentation tests in order to verify if uh, the hardness was changing along uh, the, through the depth uh, distance. And that's what happened uh, as well. So here uh, I reported just a few tests that we uh, performed, but of course we performed the test for the whole metric. And uh, we verified once again that for the lower level of pool fluence, we didn't have uh, a huge variation of hardness. It was more or less comparable with the as received. While for the other tests, we had a harder surface that was going gradually to meet the hardness of the baseline material, so of the as received. Uh, we could say uh, gradual, and uh, I would say we selected these particular parameters because even if from the previous um, for, from the previous results we saw that the lowest uh, scanning speed was giving the best results, we had uh, a problem with this uh, particular test. In fact, as you can see here, even if the hardness was really increasing on the surface, we had uh, the formation of an oxide. Uh, over this, uh, the top surface, which was, uh, according to, I mean, the, to our test, was not suitable for adhesive bonding. And that's because, first of all, uh, as you can see, uh, the, the drop of the hardness is very uh, deep, very stiff. So it means that most probably during the bonding, the, the bonding process, uh, this part of the material would be easily detached from the, from the surface, or, or better, from the, sur the subsurface. And also, as you can see here, we had voids uh, created by uh, the process itself because, of course, at the lowest speed <coughs> and at the highest fluence, uh, we had uh, uh, a very rapid uh, uh, increase of the temperature of the surface. And the air was uh, acting like a self-quenching. So uh, basically, the uh, air bubble were trapped over the, the solidification stage and uh, the, this um, particular layer um, was, according to our ideas, a weak layer. So we didn't, uh, we didn't bond the sample for this case. Uh, in order to support uh, this information, we also performed X-ray diffraction analysis. And uh, uh, basically what we could see was that the increase of the hardness uh, could be uh, attributed to the formation of alpha prime phase, which is a super subtle martensitic phase, which is harder than the, um, uh, the baseline material. And uh, also, uh, we verified uh, a different peak uh, for the, the test that I showed you before, so the, the lowest scanning speed and the highest uh, pulse fluence, which confirm, uh, confirms the formation of the oxide. Uh, so uh, we uh, decided to perform the tests and to bond uh, the samples using 350 millimeters per second and 1,250 millimeters per second. Also because it would have been more appealing from a production rate instead of 50 millimeters per second. And we changed uh, the two level of fluency. So we, uh, we did 20 joule over uh, square centimeters and 50. Uh, the bond line thickness was set equal to 0.2 millimeters, and we uh, bond together the, the samples after the treatment. 
and we uh, debond the samples um, acting uh, with a, a pill load. And we did that because you, usually when um, you perform a TPL test, you are able to measure the absorbed energy, so the dissipation energy during the debonding process, which is important to understand if really the joint is, uh, uh, has an improvement in its behavior. And we compared the results with the baseline, so the has received material which was degreased before bonding. And uh, the result, uh, okay, here is not reported the as received, just because it was 50 times lower than the the worst, yes, and than the worst uh, laser treated sample. So uh, basically, we were able to increase the strength of the joint. And uh, as you can see, once again, we confirmed the previous results, just saying that the pulse fluence had not a huge influence, but the uh, the process itself was driven by the scanning speed. Um, uh, another thing that we could um, verify during the, the tests was that the laser-treated samples had always uh, a cohesive failure, so within the adhesive, while the as-received itself um, showed a near interfacial failure. So, of course, this is another warning for us that seems um, to uh, confirm that the laser treatment is improving the test. Here is uh, not reported, but we also performed tests uh, by sandblasting the materials, and we still had around uh, uh, half uh, of the energy absorbed that laser treated. So, uh, just concluding my speech, uh, I just uh, reported the, the experiments on titanium 64. Um, treated by laser and we applied the laser treatment to uh, the final application of adhesive bonding. Uh, as a future work, we uh, would like to uh, study also the effect of different patterns over the surface and if the crack propagation can be arrested uh, with particular kind of textures. And uh, also we want to see different configuration of joints and also how the joints is uh, responding to different environmental conditions like corrosion, high temperature, and also to test it under fatigue life. Thank you.